Good evening, everyone. Welcome back to Unity's Town Talk, Season Two, Episode Three. Back with the team again today. To my left, I have Mr. Alex Tucker, also Miss Miss uh, Anastasia Book. I'm sorry, I had a great moment. We had so much going on, so thank y'all for bearing with us. We had a lot of technical difficulties. Um, but if you guys see anything, anything, any concerns, please feel free to let us know. Also, to my right, I have Mr. TJ Booker, our very special guest. She's an intake nurse and mental health counselor, Mr. Quinn Barrett. And also, Ms. Tamika Wilson will be joining us virt via virtual in just a few seconds. But uh, just starting out, this episode will be about, you know, mental health, uh, your physical health, with everything going on, especially with this pandemic. This is a very important episode. So it's very, uh, this is very important for us to have Ms. Quinn Barrett with us just, just to talk about everything that's going on with this pandemic. And just sharing some advice about how to keep our mental and physical health intact. Are you good to go? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you are now. Hmm. Oh, don't look so, Miss Tamika Wilson will be joining us shortly, but just starting out, I want to get to our special guest with us, uh, Miss Barrett. How are you doing today? Good. How are you? Doing well. You know, of course, we sat down recently, maybe about a month ago, but I just want to ask you one of the first things. Since we last sat down, like, how are you holding up? Since then, since the last time. Yeah, you're talking to the mic. Pretty good. Um, of course, things have changed and transpired with COVID-19. Um, a lot of more death and you know, incidents. Mm -hmm. And of course, the rates are going up as far okay. as the amount of people you know that are being diagnosed with COVID-19 and disparities, etc. Um, handling it the best way that we can in the community, especially in the black community. Uh, of course, we have more deaths mm -hmm. in the black community due to um, comorbidities that you know a lot of African Americans have that they haven't really addressed. Um, of course. I was gonna say I have one more question, then I'm gonna turn it over to the panel. I know the last time we sat down, you said you took the the first dose of the vaccine. Have you taken the second one? I did my second one last Monday. You did it. You're okay. So yes. how how are you feeling since taking that? Was there any side effects or anything, or how are you feeling since you took the uh, second one? I had fatigue for about mm -hmm. three days, which mimicked when I had COVID nineteen. I had mm -hmm. fatigue for about four weeks. Yeah. <laughs> So um, at this point, I'm you know I'm siding with the vaccine instead of the disease itself because uh, it was very difficult when I right. had COVID nineteen. Now, are they saying uh, after this question, I'm gonna turn it to the panel? Are they saying like as far as the vaccine, are they saying does it prevent you from catching COVID or does it keep you from catching like the worst strain of it? Like what are they? saying as far as you um, know. Right now, I guess we're all just riding the same wave and it's supposed to prevent you from getting it, but um, mm -hmm. I can't really say if you'll get it or if you won't get it. Right. I guess like anything else, like, you know, the flu vaccine, it should, you know, help you build up antibodies that way, you know, it gives you a high percentage of not getting it. But as far as saying you won't get it, I don't want to say that, and they say that nurse said that I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, for like a germ, if you get your germ, you call it germ. So is it? Yeah. I know. Um, like this episode, we're kind of focusing on mental health. Um, like you said, with with COVID, there's been a lot of deaths. Um, a lot of people have been sick. Those who had it have been in the hospital. They've been in there alone. Um, so it is, it can weigh on you. I've seen it, it's weighed on a lot of people. It's stuck in the house, you know, you got people who want to go out and used to doing things and you can't. And like, me and TJ kind of had a conversation that like, if this is a new normal, what is the next generation going to be like? Is everybody going to be an introvert? Like, no one can touch each other because you're trained that way. Like, that, that is the big question. Is this going to be the new normal? How long is this going to last and what's next? Um, it's already been confirmation of a new strand that's come out. So really, you just have to treat everybody as if they may have it. I mean, it's horrible 
and isolation is the biggest thing that we're seeing that's causing a lot of mental health issues. A lot of suicide rates have gone up, of course, depression, anxiety, you know, in turn that, you know, causes suicide rates. And that's what I'm dealing with on the regular. Um, I went from working Monday, Wednesday, Friday to basically Monday through Sunday. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, um, yeah, suicide rate has definitely gone up. Homicide rate has gone up. I mean, everyone is stressed out. If they don't want to, you know, may not have thoughts of killing themselves, maybe thoughts of killing others, or maybe they just snap. Yeah. It's, it's happening so fast, and it's a high incident of that. Um, it's very upsetting, but um, I guess you don't know how you would handle that type of stress until it happens to you, lo losing first degree relatives. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, daily you look at Facebook and it's obituaries mm -hmm. and majority of it is COVID-19. Hmm. What, what are some of the signs that, uh, if you have a family or member that's going through depression, like what, and you on the outside looking in, how do you know it? I had one friend who was going through depression but he was always laughing and joking. I never saw it coming. So what are uh, changing eating habits? I talked to Carlos about that last time. Mm -hmm. um, sleeping habits change, and unfortunately, with males, you don't know. They can laugh it off and you know and hide it and mask it so well to just keep going, and then eventually you snap because it's unfortunately in the black community we're told that that's crazy mm -hmm. to go and talk to someone yes. don't go and talk to them you need to you know figure it out on your own and and that's not good yeah and i i've noticed that that's something i've always noticed that mental health um is taboo and yes. in our culture yeah it's like if you have an issue, you're crazy and you're taught to keep it to yourself. So you have people suffering a lot, like internally, you have no idea that what's going on with them because we're taught that's crazy. That's people crazy, suffer. right? Yeah, no, no, big facts. So, um, thank you for being here. Uh, <laughs> episode started off great so far. When it comes to like mental health, like, uh, and how the data i mean you probably get better data than we do but but from the outside world as a as a non-medical professional um i like you said like it's like taboo like do you feel that the black community should focus on mental health or mental how could i say performance like 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 maintaining our mind in such a way that it's like you know functional for us a healthy mind like because when i think of mental health I feel like you have to go back, relive all the things that caused you the trauma, process that. It's a full circle type of deal, what I'm thinking, you know, and relive that trauma, assess that, then address that trauma, right? And then continue to um, work on getting through that. So I think, like, you know, for me as a black male, I always wondered, well, if I went and, thought, or if I went and talked to a therapist, would it be a man or a woman? Like, how would I be able to connect with someone? Like, maybe, maybe that's, a, that's a question for you, like, how do you know who's a good person to talk to? Well, at my job is several of us, and what I do like is that it's very diverse. Okay. So, say for instance, if I was your therapist, and I just couldn't get you to open up, Okay. I could maybe switch off for that Anastasia and say, listen, you know, he doesn't seem comfortable, or I could ask you, do, do you want me to go? and get TJ instead, or okay. would you prefer to talk to someone else? See, I didn't know that. I didn't know that yeah. you guys had like, like you know, like, yeah. I mean, where would someone go and find the resources to talk to someone? Would you go to the hospital? Is that something that you Google? Uh, our hospital is all mental health. Okay. And it's Carolina Center for Behavioral Health in Greer. Wonderful. Okay. So if I were to have an episode or had mm -hmm. a breakdown and I would go to Union, Hospital. They can transport. They would. They would see that the nurse would come in. He need a mental counselor. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I got I got tons of questions about this now. <laughs> um so what are some techniques that we can use in our community here in Union to encourage people instead of putting off that oh you crazy like oh I don't need to go talk to somebody like what are some techniques that you know instead of like you know saying bro you need to go talk to somebody sis like you really need to go talk to somebody or you know first thing we would do in this community is meet pray about it. Mm-hmm. Right, go pray about it. Then maybe put it in God's hands. Put it in God's hands. You know that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna give it to Him all day. You know, that's what that, that's what you're gonna hear. Put it in mm-hmm. God's hand, and what you need. Yeah, yeah. So go ahead. Yeah, further resources. Um, I mean, if you have a, let's say, a strong point person in your life, say you pastor or, or if you are friends with people like me. Yeah. You know, you can start there. Yeah. And then it, you can start with TJ, and if he says, hey, well, you know, this is good, we can pray about it, but right. I feel like you need yeah. further assistance with this no, no. incident that you're going through. I wonder. Um, so, okay. And those people, a lot of pastors are trained in, you know, counseling. I don't know the depth of their training. Yeah. But, you know, they could tell you, hey, this is what we need to be doing. But also, um, there's starting to be more mental health awareness for the black community. Yeah. Now. This is a lot of events yeah. transpiring. Um, Taraji P. Henson, I was telling Carlos, yeah. has started a live. Um, her best friend was schizophrenic and bipolar manic depressive her whole life. And they just... They were her friend, but they picked on her. Wow. Mm-hmm. And they laughed at her. And, you know, until they became adults, she was just the crazy one in right. the group. And so, you know, that was a hard childhood for her. She came from a small community, her best friend did. And so now they've joined together because of Taraji's clout. And, you know, they form a mental health awareness for black women live podcast themselves and they go live pretty much once a week wow and it's awareness for the black community and that can be used as a resource as well uh before we uh, get any further we'll, we'll definitely announce it again before we leave but uh what is that the hotline or number for people that need their help like right away and they need someone to talk to them what's the number or hotline that they can uh, the use one to? i gave you mm-hmm. uh, to book an appointment with us um if it's not emergent it would be 864-235-2335. Um, of course, emergent. You need to go to the emergency room first. If I call you and say, hey, Carlos, um, I just want to end it all, then you need to be calling 911, get them to my location, and then they can do the proper steps and then get you to us. And mental health, you know, a lot of people don't know that, but it got different levels. It go different mm-hmm. ways. You mm-hmm. can go from uh, someone like ODZ, or you can be schizophrenic. You can be, you know, you can have depression. It's just, it's so deep. And some of the things, some of the warning signs I have seen, I noticed people, sometimes you might have somebody who, I knew this one guy, he didn't even have a telephone in his house, mm-hmm. but he thought somebody was bugging him. Mm-hmm. You know, they listen, they listen to my call, and that's kind of paranormal. A schizophrenic, mm-hmm. if I'm right, but he would, and we would. Some people would laugh that off, like, "Man, you just crazy! Ain't nobody out to get you." Or they may think somebody have bugs in their wall, and that's sort of like you call paranoia. They think the government's out to get them, and those people need, you know, to be seen before it gets, you know, to a deeper level, you know. And sometimes certain things that I I find out that you can do to kind of trigger that. You might not have that, but. You're doing certain things and dibbling and dabbling in certain things and it can trigger it. It could be like it's almost there and then certain things can just push you over the edge. Mm-hmm. So let me ask you a question for both of you guys. So we talk, we're talking about triggers. Like, okay, we've all grew up in a similar community uh, and um, we've seen that friend, whether it's male or female, that seems to be just be so angry at the world that they just have a hard time, you know, I wouldn't even say dealing with things. It's more so of a, they got a chip on their shoulder, but it's a little too much of a chip, right? You know, like they just closed off. Their body language is saying, hey, don't speak to me. Like, would that be an ideal person? Like, 
I mean, I'm sure there's other characteristics there, but we've all known that person that just, and they can, you can ask me a question, hey, what's your name? And I can say, why are you asking me that? Like, you know, like, like I'm so defensive all the time, you know, things like that. Is that a sign of someone dealing with mental health issues? Like, you know, like TJ said, somebody's bugging the phone, like different things, different triggers. I'm just, I'm trying to like look in my community now and say, let me talk to this person. Yeah. Um, majority <laughs> of the time, that's a sign of trauma. Okay. Underlying trauma. Um, could have been from childhood up until adulthood, teenager. I mean, you, you never know. Um, Can you hear me now? Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, a lot of times that is a sign of underlying trauma. Um, you just never know what people are going through or what they've been through. Okay. And um, you, what I've learned to do is you can't take it personal. Okay. And give people their moment, give them their space, and then maybe you can circle back and talk to them, or maybe you can't. Okay. <laughs> but um, you know, you have to take the wins and the losses, but you're not gonna be able to reach everyone. You're right. So that's the main thing is to you know meet people where they are. And, you know, some people, they have some deep trauma. Unfortunately, in the black community, we've been taught to be quiet. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, what went on in this house went on in this house. Um, and that's like the worst thing ever. Well, okay, see, now you gave me another random question. <laughs> uh, I don't have any children yet, but I know a lot of people mm -hmm. that do, right? And a lot of African-Americans. Um, what are signs like what are some techniques that parents can do to make their child feel like they've been hurt like you know sometimes they say there may be a school situation mom i really don't want to go to that class i really don't mm -hmm. want to mess with that teacher mom i really mm -hmm. like i'm telling you like this i'm dreading doing mm -hmm. this and and mm -hmm. you know my mama might say you ain't staying home you're gonna go to school you're gonna tough mm -hmm. it out right mm -hmm. but really and truly that that environment puts me some type of way like what are some evidence or some procedures or process to make sure that the children in the community are being heard and by administration as well on a mental health note because I don't even know if administration would take it serious you know um, I mean if you know your child and it's a change of routine it's we're getting a high amount of adolescents especially with COVID-19 um, having hybrid school or all home school is very stressful on the children, unfortunately, the suicide rate for children, you know, the ideation is going up as well. Um, they're very stressed out, um, trying new things online. Um, phone usage is terrible. It's crazy. That's um, yeah. Unfortunately, these children are smarter than us, per se. Not wiser, but smarter. If you take the phone, they can figure out a way still to reach their peers and talk to strangers in the middle of the night. And unfortunately, the people that they're talking to are not children. Right. So that's right now, the sex trafficking is also up. Right. That's something new I'll be getting into maybe next year. Right now, I'm working on it. Wonderful. But, um, yeah, right now, because the children are at home, the sex trafficking rate... It's going up because it's easy access. The parents are at work. They throw a phone in their face. Throw a phone in their face. Mm -hmm. Play a game on the game. They're talking to different people yeah. as well. Wow. Those are adults. Wow. Yeah. Masking as children. It's, it's very difficult right now because of um, you have TikTok, Instagram, Snapchat where it goes away. So even if I check your phone, I don't, I don't see it. Would you, so. you say it's a particular way that we can kind of get in front of these type of things? Because I feel like sometimes as a society, instead of being proactive, we can get reactive. We want to make things happen before we start being a lot of times. That's like, I know we had a situation, the company I worked for, not the, the place that I met, but at another location, they had a gentleman take his own life in the parking lot. And then that's when they, you know, came back to us later on and said, hey, if you, need every, if you ever need somebody to talk to, here's a, a number you can call, here's a hotline. And it's like, why do we have to wait till something like this tragically happens before, you know, they give us these kind of resources? 
but there's any type of way that you say that we can kind of like get ahead of these uh, Definitely establishing a routine, mm -hmm. I would say, if you have children, um, limiting the phone at night when you're at home, set a routine. I mean, it's probably old school to a lot of people, especially with different work schedules, but um, even if you work nights, maybe set aside the morning or when you first get off if, because the kids are staying up to one, two, three in the morning. They are. I know they are. <laughs> Cause I see them, <laughs> but um, you know, setting that yes, <laughs> yes, sorry, setting that time aside and on the weekends, like especially Sundays, make it about your family as much as you can. I mean, I know society has, you know, changed and both parents work and everybody work all the time to survive. But you know, the time that you have, if you can set that aside and Put the phones up yeah. and check it as much as you can and you know be involved but outside you know it's we got COVID so I mean make them go outside make them get active do something yeah. other, other than, than phone. phone so let, let me ask you a question uh social media right it's our newspaper nowadays mm -hmm. right we don't I mean when the last time I hate to say it I got a perfect <laughs> county news Every time I get a chance, I see one, but I don't know when y'all run. Nevertheless, I think it's Tuesdays now, these little papers. Uh, sometimes when I wake up in the morning, I can see a happy post, and it just, let's get to it, right? Or you can right. see something completely negative, and you're like, and you start. Yeah. Right? Yes. That's, yeah. trans that that's transform emotion. I can yawn. You yawn. Yeah. And then that's why I let him do that part. It's right. like, you know, that's why I tell a lot of people, be careful who you talk to because some people mm -hmm. can just bring you all the way down, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. and you can find yourself falling into that, you know, into that, that realm and now you're depressed. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, but what you got to do is you can also pick them up. You know, a smile, it puts out, it, you know, it, it kind of give you uh, a feel good hormone. Right. And if you frown, it gives you a sad hormone, but right. you just talking to people, transferring emotion. Just remember, you try it, yawn. Just be anywhere and just yawn. You, it, it goes. So what you do is just limit who you talk to, conversations-wise. I mean, allow yourself to be picked up right. and not allow them to bring you down. Right. You sympathize with anybody you come in contact with. You, If they're crying, you know, you want to be sympathetic to that. But you also, like in her job, I got, I, I'm just here wondering right now, how do you get to go home yeah. after you see all this stuff? Mm -hmm. How do you deal with it? And, and, wow. That's, we need your approach. Yeah. And, 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 Thank you. Um, it's a lot of prayer. Um, I'm in touch with my own pastor, you know, as much as I can be. I give credit to him, Dr. Mm -hmm. Keith McDaniel. Um, he's on the line with us 24-7. Yes, he doesn't sleep, I don't think. <laughs> but um, like you say, the energy, you have to keep your circle tight and right. keep it positive. So my friends... I don't know if you saw my birthday party or not. I mean, those are my friends. And it's, they don't ask me about work. They, they may call and say, how you doing? Or, you know, or I can talk about work when I get off with particular friends. But, you know, it's, we're out. I'm going to have a ball. I don't care what's going on at work at that time. It's my time. Yeah. So, you know, I don't know what I might do. But I have to let that out. Because I have a million people up here. Yeah. Go and ahead. right here. Yeah. So I'm carrying that. But I'm carrying it on the job. I try not to take it home. Now I'm human. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And my weakness, of course, because I started in adolescent psych, is children. So children. <laughs> it weighs on you a little bit. It weighs wow. on me a little bit. Yeah. yeah. I don't like seeing this many children suicidal. Wow. It's very depressing. Wow. It's hard. 
And it's mainly because the social atmosphere for us growing up, we knew everybody. Yeah. Our grandmothers were friends. We knew all our cousins. We, we knew we were going to church. If we weren't at Baby's Chapel, we was at New Hope. We, we knew that. We had all of that. And so now church is cut off. Um, school is cut off. Yeah. Even if they, you know, they're at school, they don't have activities. Yeah. It's no more PTO meetings. It's no more recitals, um, Plays. concerts, ball games, all that social stuff that we had on Friday nights. The fair. The fair. Everything is it's gone. And these children are, you know, they don't know how to deal with this. They're a child. Yeah. Right. So, like you said, they got their phone. Yeah. And that's become everything. But see, what's going on is you make bad grades because you don't want to do your assignments. First thing you're going to do is take what? The phone. They cut off from everything. Yeah. So now it's, I'm, I'm just depressed. I'm alone. Yeah. I just want to die. Oh, wow. I don't want to be here. That is so true. I have so no reason true. to be here. You take that phone, boy. First line of defense is to take the phone. Yeah. Anytime any child does anything, guess what? I'm gonna take your phone. I'm gonna take your phone. Boom. You got, you got, you, if you do it, you gotta replace that. Like we'll have like. Gotta replace it. I, she she will she get on me a lot. Mm -hmm. And I tell her I'm like, look here. No matter what we do, we we have dinner. We are gonna sit at that table. And eat. It's not one time. I thank God that I have never ate in my living room, never ate in my bedroom. Mm -hmm. We eat at the table. Eat at the table. And Wonderful. guess where the phones go when we're at the table? Put them down. Yeah,ちゃう。ちゃう。ちゃう。ちゃう。ちゃう。ちゃう。ちゃう。ちゃう。ちゃう。ちゃう。ちゃう。ちゃう。ちゃう。ちゃう。ちゃう。ちゃう
most males, I don't know everybody's situation, but that have been groomed to be that way is, hey, you got work to do. Yeah. You don't have time to be no sissy, no punk. Right. There it is. Being soft. Yeah. Pick it, it up. Forget about it. Yeah. You know, we got, you got to, you got to go to work. Yeah. You got a family. Yeah. Which, like I said, good, not good. And so later on down the line, you decide you want to get married, mm-hmm. have mm-hmm. children. Mm-hmm. You, you know, your wife trying to figure out, you know, what pleases you, what doesn't please you. And you don't know. Because all I know is you got to go to work. So she mm-hmm. wants to, you know, go on a date and. And <laughs> never stop digging, guys. Never stop digging. Don't do it. Don't this do will it. That should be another day. <laughs> yeah. Not my strong point. Yeah. But, um, you know, yeah. she's just trying to get deep into, you know, how to be married and all that good stuff. And you don't have a clue. So, so let me ask you. Because you've been at work. So, what are some, uh, you've probably seen on social media, uh, this is what I mean. And it's, and it's really about mental health. Mm-hmm. And uh, it says that, you know, black men can only vent to black men because we feel like we only understand each other because i mean really and truly when i look at tj i see myself and i look at carlos i see myself mm-hmm. as well you know so um what are some ways do you think we should do a union men's mental health i mean obviously i don't know the she's talking yeah yeah they just Go. did one in um with ben hall he i'm did sorry one. i didn't catch it ben hall, you're ben hall. yes yeah. and carlos was there it was in union? Yeah, no, 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 it was in, it was in Welford, right? Yeah, it was in Welford. And so Carlos okay. was saying they definitely need to do one in this area. Right. Well, they had a mental health summit, and Marcus Porter and some more of the stronger guys in the community, you know, everybody that was somebody, mm. all met up and mm. had a conference. Oh. And that's the perfect time to... Yeah, they definitely need to bring that back down here to yeah. Union. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Well, do it up in Welford. Well, it'd be hard. Here. You got Carlos and Marcus yeah. Porter and TJ here, so. Yeah, they do it. <laughs> we need, I feel like in this community, in a lot of communities, but we're, see, we're talking about Union, we need a lot of mental health. Only mental, well, I can't say only, but when I was at DSS, the main mental health was um, the mental health facility in mm-hmm. Union. Um, not a lot of counselors, not a lot of, any, you know, school had guidance counselors, but kids are not going to talk to them because mm-hmm. you got to tell their parents. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in, in our community, you know, like you say, these men have been groomed not to be emotional. Right. You're told not to be emotional. So mm-hmm. who are you going to talk to? And then we're told if someone is schizophrenic, bipolar, crazy. Um, anything, they're crazy. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, it's not they have a mental health issue mm-hmm. or, you know, they're fighting something, which they could face and get, you know, overcome, mm-hmm. um, treat, you know, and whatever they need to do. But you're, you're so, you're taught to be strong. Just be mm-hmm. strong, be strong. And like you said a few mm-hmm. minutes ago, you said, I don't focus on that. I put it in the back of my mind. Mm-hmm. Get, like, yeah. You're not teaching mm-hmm. people to face their problems mm-hmm. and then they're embarrassed by it. Mm-hmm. So how do you bring these people who are embarrassed, who are in the shadows, how do you bring them forth to ask for that help? How are you going to get them out of Unfortunately, yeah. Yeah. and I can say this because I see it every day, majority of the black men, by the time they make it to me, are psychotic. Oh, so. But so, but it it's actually happened before they get it. It happened before then. Yeah. Way, yeah, before way before then. But then nobody does. Nobody. Anything. They suppressed it, like he said, yeah. and they snap. They had a break, mm. meltdown, breakdown, mental health breakdown, whatever you want to call it. What are, cracked what are, up. <laughs> what What are the signs before they? You know, when they when they can be helped. They change the behavior. Okay. Yeah, sleeping eight, nine, ten hours or not sleeping at all. Yeah, okay. Just working nights to stay in. I'm just going to stay up. When you're talking to them, how old you get? You, you couldn't get it by this. I mean, if I work mm-hmm. with a person like that, how would I know? Um, sometimes they talk and they don't make sense. Okay. Or they just ramble about the same subject like okay. over and over and Because it's bothering them. Are you mm. all right? Yeah. Uh, somebody might say, well, I mm. feel like somebody will follow me. Yeah. Like, 
Yeah. Or maybe so like. Yeah. Help then if yeah. You go, uh, like like or people say, oh, I feel like the world's against me. Against or, me or everybody talking about me. Or yeah. or you know what I'm saying. I hear that a lot. Yeah. Everybody's talking, you know, everybody's about, talking about me. About yeah. me. Yeah. Right. So, are they doing something behind my back? And I don't know what it is. Yeah. Right. Nobody yeah. will tell. Or, 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 or in today's news, I I feel like people aren't supporting me enough. Like, have yeah. you noticed this? Not supporting is yeah. crazy. It's yeah. the will to be successful. I think is people want to be that part. They want to put the work in and do it, but they want it to be a sprint. Mm-hmm. And when they figure out in a sprint and they run into a roadblock. Depression may set in. People mm-hmm. may just clam up, you know. They'll jump out here with this mm-hmm. great idea. Um, I see it all the time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you just got to, like TJ said, give them that positive energy. Right. Keep going. Do it. I see you. You know what I'm saying? Um, I try to like as much as I can yeah. on mm-hmm. social media. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. People, people get addicted to that. Social the media. like a meeting? To like a like. Oh, likes. of course. Yeah. 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 Like, I didn't yeah. get no likes. So how do they get so many likes? Right. Yeah. right. Time, I'm, I'm going to tell you a little secret. When you like other people's posts, sometimes they like yours back. When you don't ever like nobody's posts, they're not going to like yours. Like yours. But yeah. you also and have don't to. Don't let that define you. Exactly. Though. People yeah, have to can't understand that you, does not yeah. define you. Mm-hmm. How many likes you may or may not get doesn't define mm-hmm. you. No. What you place on social, because some people choose not to put their private things on there. Mm-hmm. They just choose to put some things there. Yeah. That doesn't define you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, people will go into depression over. <laughs> this, this, this really what trips me out. You can write something general, and then and they're saying you're talking oh, you're about, talking about me. What they say? What they say? Uh, what they say? Uh, if the shoe fits, wear it or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> it fit them. You know what I'm saying? It was something going on in them, and I just man, I. I, I often tell people with the uh, Instagram, I was like, people are going to need therapy just because of social media. Yeah. Like, social media has brought the world to your hand. You know what I'm saying? And like, it's like, and instead, you said it's the new norm. It's yeah. crazy. It's, it's not That's going not going to go anywhere. Going it's just going to be new. Basically, it's like, uh, basically, everybody's highlight reel. Uh, you see everybody yeah. doing this on vacation mm-hmm. or whatever they're doing. Mm-hmm. Highlight reel. Now, so yeah. everybody's just living their best life, they're successful. Doing it. Just, but you know, I was just telling TJ, like, social media is like reality TV. Oh, yeah, it is. Um, mm-hmm. In reality TV, you got to think about it. They're saying they're following these people around, but who's who wants to see them go take a shower, dry off, put your clothes on, step by step? No one. So you see the highlights of mm-hmm. their day. Yep. Social media, you see yeah. the highlights of people's day. People yep. still have bad days. They, they have things mm-hmm. that happen. They do. They have sad moments. They have a lot of... They're, we're all people. Yeah. But you're, you're too busy seeing the highlights and you're like, I got to live up to that. Yep. I got to yep. have that. Yep. I, I can vouch you that. I, if I'm in a bad mood or I'm pissed off, I'll, I took my phone away from me because you know what could happen? Let me vent right here on this social media right here. Yeah. Yeah. Huh? What's the first thing they ask you? What's, What's on, on your mind? mind? That's it. What's on your mind? Yep. I'm telling you what's on my mind. Especially if you get angry. Don't take it there. Yeah. Don't take yeah. it there. Yeah. Right. Most of the time. Yep. And if, you, if I got something I want to say to her, yep. guess what? If I'm not going to post it, I'm yep. going to go right to her yep. and I'm going to talk yep. to her. Yep. You know, I, I thank God that I'm in a position where I don't have to throw shots of shade. Just to get attention. Mm-hmm. If she know me, I'm very blunt. If I got something to say, right. yeah, sometimes too blunt. And just right. be like, <laughs> another day. <laughs> so, so I want to continue to segment because you're dropping dimes on us. Really, I'm, I'm trying to catch the change here. <laughs> I think I can um, come back. Can uh, um, <laughs> we can do it again. Let's talk about um, the relationships and how mental health. Mm-hmm affects both parties like oh, yeah. the male and the female like why I think you had to go to them right you know what I'm saying like why is <laughs> it so hard point. <laughs> is is black love a mental thing is it something that we want physically but mentally it's hard for us to achieve and I it, it, it's all like this okay the black male has been attacked from the very beginning mm. and now you have the female now it's to the point now where it's saying well the female is in competition with the black male. Yeah. I learned, and I, and vice versa. I, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Vice versa. Yeah. I talked to you, you know me and your dad go way back. Oh yeah. He told fine. me one time before he said, sometimes your biggest enemy be laying right beside you. Yeah. Be from the very beginning. You yeah. know, when God put Adam and Eve in the garden, what did He say? 
Not eat off the tree. So what happened? <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of my relationship advice from my daddy. So, <laughs> so what, what ended up happening? So it became a, a jealousy there. So it did. If you're not careful, you can have that jealousy in your own house. Why? So that's what I learned from a couple that been married a long time. He's always, he didn't tell me, his son told me. I never talked to him, but I talked to his son. He was like, at 9 o'clock at night, try to be in that room where you and your mm -hmm. wife can talk. Kids need to be asleep. How you get your kids sleep at 9 o'clock? Wake mm -hmm. them up at 6.30 in the morning. Melatonin? Every day. Mm -hmm. I Melatonin. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't have kids. I'm just <laughs> Melatonin. <laughs> hey, my parents don't have a TV in their bedroom. Yeah. Wow. Um, That's great. I never understood why not until I turned... closest to outside anyone you know what I mean every excluding everyone that's going to be the closest person to you that's your best friend that's your everything to each other you okay. still have lives outside each other but however that person is the person that you're going to be with when your kids are grown yeah. your kids yeah. are going to grow up and they're going to leave your home yeah. then who's home with you and if you don't have a relationship, what you have left from those Yeah, in that right. syndrome, you end up in my office. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we all like to be there when we first had, went into the seclusion. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, boy. Yeah. When they first locked you in the house and said, yeah. you away. Yeah. I'm like, oh, boy, what, what, what are we going to do? Because yeah. it's a shock. You out working. I'm used to being able to sit yeah, by you and didn't know what I was missing until now. Then you went into that house mm -hmm. and that shell and you stopped. But I'm going to tell you what it mm -hmm. did to my son, my baby. He uh two now he be two Thursday the little one mm -hmm. he be yes. two Thursday mm -hmm. so his entire life has been COVID yeah you know yeah. That he, since he can remember so he don't know yeah. nothing he yeah. don't know nothing so one day we did we said look we are gonna get out we even went to just the restaurant go mm -hmm. to Corral where you just have people everywhere he when we first got in there he, he freaked out he freaked out I would have too and we we're like out. what in the world you know I'm like this boy scared. We're not realizing it because mm -hmm. the older kids, they know what it's like. Right. But him is new. Take him outside, he knows the mask automatically got him yes. on his face. Mm -hmm. What two year old you see can right. wear a mask? Right. He's not going to leave without it because right. he, that's all he knows. Adaptation. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And you know, we kind of said one time, it's like, will this COVID turn us into how they say um, people that get out of prison? What do they call them? Institutionalized. Uh, institutionalized. Yeah. yeah. Like, will yeah. will the generations be somewhat like that? Do you see that? Um. Standoffish. Will we get back? I don't. Yeah, I don't know if we'll ever be huggy, touchy. Yeah. Feely. Mm. You know. I'm social butterfly by personality, so it I wonder. We live in South Carolina. I wonder now. I wonder. We are friendly people. I think maybe the other part of the world right yeah. now, but I feel like if I saw you in Walmart. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Yeah. You know? Well, now, you know, people are kind of like. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. People, when they walk in, they'll, they'll mask yeah. up on you real yeah. quick. Yeah. Like, hey. you don't come to my house with uh -huh. yeah. 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 almost yeah. like offensive to yeah. hug like, somebody. Hey, yeah. I'm yeah. used to, if I see a family member in, in Walmart, I'm gonna hug him. Like yeah. that's yeah. what I'm used to doing. And now you gotta ask. Hey, what's going yeah. on? Yeah. Hey, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. I saw my grandma, and I'm just like, all I can do is really talk to her because she's 71 or yeah, so. And I'm like, I don't risk wanna, it. you know. So mm -hmm. it 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 take it, it gets to you a little bit. It does. 
It does. How many people you think that don't like you to look at you and they can stick their tongue out at you now? Oh, yeah. Man, I tell you, man. I'm telling you, man. Uh, you got to really become good at reading the eyes now. You know what I say? Smile with your eyes or you're yeah. smiling with your eyes right now. You know? Yeah. So it's like, all right. The people are hiding behind it. Yeah. And I hear some unbelievable stuff. And another thing like that I just wanted to address with mental health is a lot of people, and this is not just the black community, this is all communities, a lot of people turn to drugs and alcohol. <laughs> um, they cope, and I tell TJ that all the time, because a lot of people are like, why are they on drugs? How did they get on drugs? Why would you do drugs? Those no, drugs numb, it, it numbs That's them. A good point. It numbs them mentally, mm -hmm. and it, it takes away the feeling, it numbs it, it, you know, they don't have to deal with it. That, and then once you do it enough, you're gonna be addicted. Mm. Well, so, right there in the station, what does a drug addict look like? You can never you tell. You can't tell. Sometimes there's functioning alcoholics. You may, there may be professional functioning function alcoholics. Functioning drug addicts. Yes, yes. So, so no, that was a great point. Now you got me, I don't even like what it works. <laughs> He's gonna be messed up tomorrow. <laughs> we gotta come back tomorrow for him. <laughs> but so, so you guys like when I listen because I listen to you guys talk because you guys are goals that I would like to be, have one day. Um, yeah, all of us. What I heard though to really be a person that can receive love and deal with others, you need to have an emotional, mental strength. You need to be emotionally, mm -hmm. mentally strong. Yes. Because. Things that people say to us and the environment that we're in and the actions that people do towards us, first, it hits us mentally like, oh, I can't believe they did it. And then the emotional part sitting you be like, oh, wow, you hurt me. Right? And then guess what they never deal with? That hurt. And then they turn into anger. And then that's saying, you know, why are you talking to me, man? That's just like your first point you make today. How do you get like this? You like stuff that you are Yeah, you suppress. And everybody goes through things in their life. Nobody's life is perfect. No. You have your parents split, that can affect you. Um, if you have to live with a relative, you may not be treated the same way you would have been treated, that can affect you. You see alcohol or drug abuse in your home, that can affect you. You have daddy issues, that carries on throughout life, mm. you know, and people, you're like, I'm fine, that didn't bother me, I'm good, you know, I don't, you know, that didn't do anything to me, but if you didn't face it, then you suppressed it, and it has affected you, and it will affect your relationships in, in life. I've seen that happen with many people. Mm. Like, you can really, the people you say have a chip on their shoulders, yeah. if you mm -hmm. really pull back the layers, mm -hmm. it'll be something that happens. Yeah, you know? yeah, no, and you are I feel sorry for anyone who don't have an outlet. For me, mine was always God. Yeah. Good. Mine was always, I was able to go, no matter what happened, I was able to say, well, I go to God. People that don't have that, I don't have a relationship, like, what do they do? They may turn to drugs, may turn to alcohol. Mm -hmm. But don't think for one minute, T.J. Booker's sitting up here telling you that I didn't have a hard life or didn't have right. sorrow, right. don't have pain, don't have emotion. It may look like it's all put together, but trust me, we all been there. But I just thank mm -hmm. God that I always had an opportunity where I could get down on my knees, say, God, I give it to you. Mm -hmm. And he expect me to do my part. I was, I was telling her yesterday, one thing I tell anybody, don't stress on things that you can't change. Mm -hmm. But things that you can change, do. Like right. if you know you're having a mental uh, problem, you, can't, you might can't change that, but you can go get help. Right. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. that's how you do it. Now, if you sit back there and you're thinking, well, I'm, I'm at a point where I got it. I'm, I'm happy or, mm -hmm. or, or, or I'm ready to break or I'm ready to cry. You know, that's something that somebody else may bring. You may lose a loved one and somebody else might bring that to you and you didn't ask for it. They may be mm -hmm. like, like a drunk driver could kill somebody. What I'm trying to say is like a drunk driver could bring trauma to your life that you didn't ask for. Right. You can't change that. Nope. You know, you didn't ask for that. Right. But it's some things that you can do to make that better. Mm. You know, and that's go get help or go mm. get a counselor, go talk to somebody. Yeah. And for me, it was always God. Because even when somebody did something that I didn't have control over, I was able to control how I felt and how I accepted that mm. and how I reacted to that. That's what I could change. And that would help me and I hope that helps somebody else. 
So I just got one more question to ask. Uh, we talked about children. We talked about relationship. We left out a topic that I love to talk about, which is money. How does money <laughs> affect people's mental health? Mm-hmm. Like, think about it. You living paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. Uh, you got this bill coming up. Like, I don't know if I'm going to get this light bill money. Um, kids ain't got no food. Does it come to you and you're working and you just really trying like when do you break that like like how do you how do you encourage someone that because really and truly the money that you give them out of your pocket is only a temporary fix mm-hmm. right it, and for people to get themselves in a better position position they have to position themselves better right mm-hmm. like you said if you can fix things that you can change change them um but then you have people that don't have the educational background or the the the, the the, even a high school diploma to change that life. So how do you deal with the patients that it's not even something traumatic such as a life past experience, but financially a mental yeah. stress for them and it's just changing their whole mood and their demeanor? COVID has done one or two things. It's either put money in your pocket or you're broke. Yeah. And the people that are broke are doing things to compensate like Anastasia was saying alcohol drugs right um, that makes you more broker you know? it does it does but it numbs yeah who wants to see stuff that they have being yeah cut off taken away mm-hmm. homes cars houses you know different things and not even to basically provide for your children yeah. What would you do? How far would you go yeah. to provide for your children? You don't know. Yeah. Right. You know you, they you got to eat. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And, and even once, yeah. ones, you know, people who don't have kids, you still have responsibilities yeah. to your other loved ones. You yeah. may be the head of yeah. your household, the responsible one in your family. Mm-hmm. I, I'm very one. Everybody calls me in my family. Right. For my basic, you know, my parents and you know they call me so um you know if i wasn't able to do what i'm doing and this was taken away from me i don't know that's what gets me through wonderful i'm able to go to work whenever i want look at your outlet you see that outlet yeah there it is right and that's why people love it that you love to do right that's it yeah so so COVID really has made a difference in mental health. COVID, it's either driven you or put you down. Mm-hmm. So you've seen these new businesses sprouting up, you know, different, especially in the black community. I mean, hats off. We have made a way out of no way. Yeah. <laughs> we got clothes, drinks, food, yeah. talent. Hey, pop up shops. We got all kinds of stuff going on now. I mean, I'm a survivor. I'm trying to. Yeah. I'm trying to support everybody. It's all wrong. For no reasons. <laughs> me too. Yeah, from head to toe, I'm trying to support. I got on somebody lip gloss. Man, somebody hair. Somebody jerk. Yeah. You know, if That's you nice. hit me up and ask me to buy it, I'm probably gonna try. Even if I don't need it, I right. give it to somebody. That's good. Yeah, That's we, good. We, we doing scrubs. And come on, a wicker got a new scrub out and. We got all kinds of stuff going on. Scrubs, lines, and body scrub. We got all kinds of... So it even helped you tap into your creativity yeah. to figure out your gift. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or... <laughs> that, that's, that's, that's changing. That's you know, changing. That's, there is the positive yeah. in this. Yeah. yeah. There is a positive yeah. in it. That's the positive in this. Yeah. Yeah. Anything you do, you can... The black community is known for finding... Yeah. yeah. We had to. It's been in our genes. Had to. It's been in there. Well, I mean, come been on. Through. You got to put on the ship. Like, you got to find Why are you still you here? To. You know what I'm saying? Like, why are you still I here? I picked right. up four additional contracts because I'm working from home on two days a week. Right. Oh. That's money in my pocket sitting at the house on the phone. Right. You had to find it. That's yeah. my gift is talking on the yeah. daggone phone. That's I it. said, don't, don't stress what you can't <laughs> don't change. Don't stress what you can't change. But change Tap what you into what you can. That's it. Yeah. I think that's the great expand answer to that money. Expand on that gift. And then Know that your I, gift and expand yeah. on it. And then you, do you think it's that It's going to make you money. Do you think that when that money will make you happy and put you in a better mental and state? it's something you want to do. It might help. 
Manslaw harker needs like he, he tapped into God, safety and security at the very bottom of that list. You got to get that first. Yeah. And, now you, you gain all first. the world, lose your soul, you, you gain nothing. Mm-hmm. But nothing. you need money to to survive and to live. You know, so tap into it, like she said, tap into tap right. into your gift, your gift, and, and and find your way out to where you can be financially safe. And when you get it. Mm-hmm. You gotta learn to manage it well. Yeah. You know, like you say, you, you give a man a fish, eat for a day. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Learn how to fish. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I said, and you know, I, you give him that money, it's only gonna fix mm-hmm. that problem. Yeah. But if you show him how to make mm-hmm. money. Yeah, I'm expanding yeah. on mixing. By next year, I'll be, a, you know. you gonna be a DJ? I'll have my own. No, not DJ. <laughs> not DJ. <laughs> <laughs> different drinks from Wonderful. home and let yeah. my friends try them so i'll expand on that soon i want to do it the legal way though yeah, yeah. no so doubt i'm just playing with it right now so my I'm, question for everybody is what are some ideas because we said work find things you love mm-hmm. you know um tj prayer god, god. I, mm-hmm. I you know gave that advice out mm-hmm. before um what are some other outlets that people could use if they are feeling depressed or stressed out or anxious or you know they feel like something's going on what are some other ideas that they could um i say hobbies too outside activity mm-hmm. is yeah. good um getting to a gym working yeah. out exercising exercising with someone mm. well a lot of men used to work out by themselves i'm seeing at the gym now it's starting to be, you know, yeah. small clicks. Of yeah. course, COVID, but, you know, enough of a crew, five or so, to get your routine going. And they meet there every morning. Yeah. And after that, they may go to breakfast. So, yeah. you know, and it, that gives them time to talk. So, so talking helps. Talking helps. And it's yeah. mostly, you know, at the gym I'm at, it's um, Aim High Fitness is for black. You know, a lot of black men are there. Yeah. Shout out, Calvin. <laughs> but you know, I, I just see that. Yeah, I just see that. Yes, yes, Darren. Darren Booker, yeah, he's there. He's so great. positive. Yeah, great. He's positive, and they all work together. Yeah. I think you guys so. forgot companionship. That's what you guys spoke about. You know, yeah, yeah. And that's what she was talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Companionship. Yeah. Companionship. Do guys. Yeah. Bunch of yeah guys getting together and. Being able to talk every There morning. it is, because you definitely, women definitely going to have y'all talk. Yeah. 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 Like TJ's barbershop. That's the, that's the same thing. Some day. guys might want to come get their hair cut at the same time. Or, you know, a lot of people talk so good about what TJ is doing right. in yeah. the community. Yeah. And then yeah. he's getting ready to expand on teaching. And, yeah. you know, a lot of, you know, he don't know the good things they say about him behind his back. But, <laughs> you know, different people like me, they, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, TJ. You never yeah. know who you know. You don't ever know who you know. Wow. You never know. Yeah. You never know. Everybody has a gift. Yeah. That's his gift. Yeah. That's her gift. Yes. That, with the kids and coming up with different things to do. Yeah. I would never think of yeah. dictionary yeah. and yeah. What a little pen. Uh, none of that like, stuff. Wow. That, that's not my mindset. Yeah. That's hers, and right. that's great. And she could maybe start a little small after school and help these other little. Parents, she adventure. gardens. You know, we we were thinking about doing a little garden. My parents started yeah. a garden. Yeah, it's been my dad's outlet with yeah. retirement. Yeah. Gardening, okay. He's gardening. So yeah, we look for a couple of kids I, um, to come and mm-hmm. yeah, they that, can, that, that pick the vegetables and plant. And like my mother, she knows how to do it, but she's yeah. not physically able yes. to do it like she was. So I was like, hey, why don't I get a couple 10, 12 mm-hmm. year old kids who want to mm-hmm. do that? They come here, they can take their little food and sell it, mm-hmm. take it to their family, give it away, whatever they want to do with it, right. be theirs because they are mm-hmm. planning it. And next thing you know, you might have another Mr. Jackson in the making. There you go. There it is. Yeah. So, so guys, do we, do, are we taking a pledge right now? Are we taking like a pledge <laughs> to like be That's mental good. health advocates right now? Like, are we doing that? that? That's that loving your neighbor. When you yeah. love your yeah. neighbor, yeah. you're going to do that. Community. Yeah. Taking yeah. charge in your community. Wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. I felt like we was 
Yeah. Pledge. And <laughs> ladies, hold those men accountable. When men hold those ladies, do something in your community. If yeah. you're not doing anything in the community, if you don't know what's going on at your schools, you know, if you don't know what's going on in the streets, you got to know all of this stuff. So, guys, you got to take part. You got to help. I can't do all this stuff by myself. Yeah. You got people like Marcus Porter, them doing yeah. it. I'm glad. You know, but you, you got to have that yeah. to where you are doing it and you're out trying mm-hmm. to make a difference for the mm-hmm. right reasons. Not doing it for clout, not doing it for the yeah. women. Thank God. I, Holding I, each other accountable. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Make a huge difference. Um, is there anything else that we left off? I feel like we I feel like we a lot of different topics. Um, <laughs> really I did want to ask you one other thing though. Is was it a specific uh group that you said did you feel like um like this depression hit more? Was it like the children, was it the adults? Um who who would you say it impacted more? I'd say the teenagers. Adolescents, oh, yeah. unfortunately, starting younger. Yeah. But um, high suicide rate mm. with adolescents. Um, unfortunately, yeah, it's not an outlet like you say. It's they don't drive. Mm-hmm. They can't right. get in their cars and take a drive. They're not able to drive. They're not old enough for mm-hmm. driver's license. They don't have a car. The family probably only has one car at this point anyway. If yep. they can drive. They don't have money and, you know, it's limited yes. for them. Everything, if you think about it. Like we were talking about school activities, after school, um, concerts, yeah. football. The graduation. Graduate. Everything was taken away no from prom. them. Yeah, yeah my stepdaughter was a senior last year and, and it was no prom. Mm. Yeah. Everything that she had looked forward to to do and we took for granted it's gone mm-hmm. so you, know, you had to think about the things that you were able to do mm-hmm. yes we were and go spend the night at such and such house and right. go skating and had a great time. all those nice crowded events field trips lived. field trips yeah. are gone lived it mm-hmm. everything is yeah, gone overnight field trips and, yeah. and, and, and chaperones mm-hmm. and Good life, I mean. Yeah. And unfortunately, some of them don't have the luxury of a nice home to the point where they no. might, their dad might be the abuser. Yeah. You know, their, their mom School was the outlet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. School was the meals. Yeah. School yeah. was food. School was everything. Yeah. Yeah. Just to get away from it for a minute. That's one thing. Peace. Yeah. Everybody needs to find their peace. And yeah, yeah I could see that school could be a, a peaceful place Definitely. for some kids. I just pray and hopefully they, they can use and tap into their resource of God because he can help you in any situation where you're down. He can, he can lead you to the right way. You can be suicidal and he can lead you to a counselor that can help you. He can lead you to the mental health home. Well, like I said, I'm fortunate that I got mm-hmm. and I teach that to my kids, but so many mm-hmm. people out there don't have an avenue. Uh, it's about I just pray. Uh, I wish. Mm, everybody, uh, 90% of my clients are saying no religious preference. Yeah. And when we, so that's and, out. And sadly, when they, sad. had it, when they had it, I mean, I used to get so angry. I go into the store and somebody's out there from some church. Hey, you want to buy some donuts? I'm like, no, I'm I don't want to buy no donuts. You ought to be giving them out. Yeah. You know, I'm like, please. Yeah. That's yeah. what turned so many people away from the church. You always had your hand out. Um, yeah. Jesus fed people, you know, like, please. He did do so that. people, so I'm talking to the churches now. You need to get your stuff, you need to get your stuff together. Stop begging people for this money they already hit with COVID. Yeah. They driving by picking up tithes. You're not even commanding the New Testament to give tithes. It's offering. Uh-uh, that's, Help. It's, it's better it just, to help than to receive. It's better to get and receive. So these churches are asking you, please help these communities out. <laughs> help these communities out, you know, and stop asking and begging them. That's why they have no religious preference. Mm-hmm. They don't. Because, or because they've just been so abused yeah. by it so yeah. long. It's hard. Wow. It's hard. Wow. So where I had, then I had a grandmother and a mother and a grandfather who taught me that. Some people don't have it, Some and then when they did have it, that collection plate hit mm-hmm. hit us so many times. Mm-hmm. So now people just turn their back we on it. Ran around about three times. She went around three times. I hit you. Yeah. Oh, Sunday school for the building for everything. And so now people don't have that no more because they, the younger kids are smarter than that. They're like, I'm not going, not going to church. I'm not going to no church. Yeah. 
So what do they got now? They about to start cash up. They, going they have. So they got church got cash up. I still to this day. Here's on cash up. Cash out me this. You know, come on. Well, you know, like Quinn said earlier, a lot of the kids have been turning to phones, entertainment. Think about these songs and these movies. Like, there was that um, show 13 Reasons Why. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a lot of things on television, a lot of songs. If you listen to a lot of songs, a lot of rappers are. Or they're sad. Yep, you know, sad. I'm drugs. Or talking about going to shoot somebody themselves. You know, they're like, I'm gonna die at this age. And like Chris, my son, ten year old, he's telling me about um, one of the rappers that passed and how he predicted mm-hmm. his death. And he said he was gonna die. And he and they pray. You know, they they love this this guy. And I'm like, he mm-hmm. was sad and he was depressed. I don't need yeah, to look it up about today. doing drugs. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, and he said he was he, he was. Didn't want to do the drugs, but he didn't want to feel the pain. Yeah. That's how the song goes. Yeah, it's, yeah. Like, it's like that's mm-hmm. the stuff nice. our kids are mm-hmm. listening to. All right. My mixtape. <laughs> in her job, she, she needs to know this. Yeah, she I, have know this to know it. She I have to know it. I have to know it. You see me up late at night online. Yeah. yeah. And that's what I'm telling you about what happens with people. <laughs> and that's why a lot of people don't go to church, you know, because that's what they see. You know, because mm-hmm. I now try to dress down. When I do a sermon, I try, I'm not gonna wear a suit because I might feel makes make somebody who's don't have a suit feel uncomfortable. Yep. So I might just wear a shirt yep. and a pair of pants. Yeah. You know, because I want them to feel like, hey, come just like you are. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Because they don't, ha- you know, they don't have it. You got to be relatable in your position, definitely. Yeah. yeah. All all, all platforms. Yeah. Guys, uh, I'm gonna let you close it out, man. Like, this was perfect. Before we get out of here again, Miss Bear, would you please let everybody know, like, thank you. Mental health hotline. We appreciate mm-hmm. you, but just let them know if, if, if anyone needs some help, someone to talk to the um, hotline. Uh, Carolina Center for Behavioral Health is in Greer, South Carolina, 2700 East Phillips Road, um, 864 235 2335. 235 Thank you. Yeah. Glad you're here. Thank you.